The Pennsylvania Derby Day Late Pick 5 edition of the Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the GameTime app and use promo code CFBX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the underdog, pick them in college or NFL, and win up to 20 times your entry in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Folks, as always, it's all good, baby, baby. Oh, it was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse Magazine. I've got my Cuban link. Yes, Cuban B. And I'm your host, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oak. Welcome to the show. How's it going, folks? Uh, don't respond because if you respond and I hear you, probably not a good sign for my overall mental health. It's been a good week. It's been a good week of shows. We had what Capone on this Wednesday to talk about the Monmouth at the Meadowlands, Meadowlands, their turf boutique meet. We got a pick five that's about to go off here. And at the time I recorded this, about 45 minutes. Had Sarah and Matthew back after their long summer vacation at Saratoga to give her picks for the. Notorious OTB Invitational of Infinite Sorrow. Don't forget, we'll get the I'll get the race list out there. You guys can submit some picks. I'll shout out anyone who does well. And today, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about some sloppy ass racing at parks because it's going to be wet. But this is a card you need to play attention. Pay attention to. Why is that? Well, we're roll really rolling into the peak of the Breeders' Cup win in your end season. Uh, you know, one of the great things about this time of year is that through weekends like this, the smaller tracks of America can get a little spotlight. Like how often do people care about parks? Let me rephrase. How many people who are not DGENs care about parks? Not many. You know, parks is normally running the early part of the week. They don't run during the weekends. This is a big weekend of, of Pennsylvania racing. Uh, you know, We've got the Pennsylvania Derby on this card, and it seems like the the flyover state derbies, as I'm, I'll call them, your you know West Virginia derbies, your Penn derbies, your Oklahoma derbies, things like that. They're also a back doorway for you know maybe a later developing three year old to make its way into the gate at the Breeders' Cup in the Breeders' Cup Classic. You know, there's the joke on every January first, Happy Birthday every single thoroughbred horse in the United States. That's how it works. It's just, if you're born in that year, that's your one-year-old year. They don't play months into it. You have some of these horses that maybe were fold late into that year. They're a couple months behind in development. Now they're starting to catch up. Uh, some really exciting stars can kind of 
show themselves during these kind of races uh, where people are, you know, maybe skip the Derby trail, but they're making their, their last gasp to try to get into a, a big race as a three-year-old. Also, I don't think people are aware if you play the Breeders' Cup, how much being aware of these sort of racing weekends and watching them can make a difference in handicapping on the, the biggest weekend, a Breeders' Cup weekend, Super Bowl, basically. You might find a key race that people are undervaluing. You know, you'll have a horse that wins at parks, and then you say, you know, normally maybe you'd say to yourself, it was a parks race. It wasn't that tough. Maybe watching it, you know, it was a pretty tough race. Uh, you could also maybe find a track bias that's occurring during the weekend and then you can take that knowledge and apply it forward because some of these sources will lay off the two months before the breeders cup or they'll get just like a tune-up in before the breeders cup you can take these long past results and kind of apply anything you know about the track bias to either upgrade the performance to take away the performance to keep you know, to, to say maybe the track that they're running out for the Breeders, I guess, at Santa Anita this year, set up like the track that it went on at X weekend's big race. It's very much the long game of handicapping. It's, uh, I was going to say the long con, but that sounds terrible. Um, hell, here's a little idea for you, for you, you crafty folks. You can make a little journal about these sort of racing days, these, these, you know, big, smaller track racing days that have Breeders' Cup implications. I mean, you can take into account what bias you saw, what you noticed from that day, who had trouble, etc. And it can be like a quick reference guide that you can refer to while you're going over the, the Breeders' Cup cards. You maybe don't, you know, save yourself a whole block of replay time for that week when you can just as easily have all those notes ready and just click over to it. All right, that's enough of my just, I'm just telling y'all to be better. Just be better out there. That's how I be better, not the English language. All right, what are we talking about? It's going to be the 50-cent Philly Big Five Pick Five for Pennsylvania Derby Day. Uh, it's this Saturday, September 23rd, Year of Our Lord, 2024, at Parks Racecourse in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania, and it starts race 10, post time for the sequence, 4.04 p.m., Eastern 304 God's time 104 specific time. Okay, I'm getting back on my soapbox. A quick note about these jackpot wagers. This is a jackpot pick five. Honestly, I'm I figured it would be a mandatory payout. I haven't seen anything that says it will be a mandatory payout. But honestly, I typically don't advocate for this type of wager, the jackpot pick five, pick six, etc., unless it's a mandatory payout day where they force the entire pool out to the winners. Because when they don't force the entire pool out to the winners on a normal day, if it's not solved by a single ticket, like one person made one bet, and that's the only winning bet in the house, a lot of it rolls over to just keep filling that pool and filling that pool until either someone solves it or the mandatory payout day. A lot of times it goes to the mandatory payout day. That's right. Think about what I just said. It takes a single ticket to scoop that jackpot. You have to hit a pick five and the lottery to get all the money you deserve. And you deserve to be rewarded for hitting pick fives. It's fucking difficult to do. All right, let's jump into it. Race 10, the eight furlong, 300,000 parks, dirt, mile. Like I mentioned, weather's going to be a factor. 
I don't know if this is still part of that damn Hurricane Lee. I've been blaming things on, on Hurricane Lee for months now, it feels like. And I'll probably continue to do so. You know? Like, the kids will be pro- sweating me. Daddy, why can't we stay up later to watch TV? I don't know, baby. It's that damn Hurricane Lee. Sorry. If Hurricane Lee wasn't going on, we totally would. So I'm looking for horses that fit the pace in these races, but keeping that in mind, also thinking to myself of a sloppy sealed track where the early speed could get away. Basically, that's going to limit how deep into the field uh, I think a horse can close uh, to, to get there. And those are horses that I'm probably going to avoid. Now, with that being said, this race looked so loaded with early pace that even with a sealed track, I don't think that the pace will hold up. So I'm taking horses that should be stocking close and a horse that should be coming from a little further off the pace. Honestly, I probably should have singled one of these horses, but I'm using two of them. Uh, My two selections for race 10, the $300,000 Parks Dirt Mile, is going to be the two Dr. Ardito at 7-2, uh, you got Irad riding this one while he's in town for Chad Brown. Uh, and three efforts on and off track, the horse is 3-2-1-0. That's right. Three starts, two wins, one place. Never finished outside the exacta on a sloppy track. Uh, this is the one of the two that's going to hang a little bit further back. Uh, seeing that off-track performance and being able to close on those sort of tracks, really encouraging. Uh, and it's probably why I didn't single the five, Gunite, at 2-1. to one. Uh, for one, uh, Gunite deserves a round of applause. A little woo. Because Gunite never do buy bounced. Since shipping back, this four-year-old is just in peak form. And it's been about six months that the Asmacinus has this one cranked. Maybe I should, you know, single, but I worry that it might be a touch pace compromise. It's going to want to stay closer to the front of what I project to be a pretty damn hot pace but you know what else has a hot pace we're talking about a hot pace of just giving out bonus bets it's DraftKings. that's right we're brought to you by our friends at DraftKings, and we're back for another week of football and DraftKings sportsbook is keeping us in on the nfl action with great offers every single game day new customers can bet five dollars and get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets throw down throw down five on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner and DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. What's the game I like on on this uh, on DraftKings? Give me give me the Lions on the money line in a bounce back spot. Football's more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with code SGP. New customers can bet just five dollars to get two hundred instantly in. Bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. And, of course, we're also brought to you by our friends at Game Time. We've been talking about Game Time for a while. It's getting to be college football season. Who knows? Maybe you got a small school around you that you want to support. Uh Uh-oh, but you didn't think to buy tickets, and now it might be sold out. That's why you need to go to the Game Time app where you're never stressed out about buying tickets because they've got amazing last-minute, best-price, guaranteed deals out for you for any popular event. You can browse through the Game Time app 
and you can find just anything going off close to you. Maybe you find a last-minute flash deal and get last-minute tickets. You even get images of the views from the seats. So you know that you're not just paying money last minute in your crappy seat. Plus, you get a lowest price guarantee. So just remember, Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. It's the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Snack tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code CFBX for 20%. Or sorry, $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Tell you what. I need a rehydration break, and you need a music interlude, so here we go. Scrambling, gambling, I'm rest rock with mandolins and violins. We just sitting here trying to win, trying not to sin. How off weed and lots of gin. All right, we are on to the second leg of this big Philly pick five or Philly big pick five. Something about a cheesesteak I probably should have said in there. Um, race 11, the six furlong. $400,000 gallant Bob stakes. It's a great two on the dirt. Uh, also, by the way, this kicks off at all graded stakes, pick three portion of the sequence. So maybe if you're not crazy about playing the pick five, you can always break these sequences down into smaller sequences, play a couple rolling pick threes, etc. And once again, this pack looks like they'll be bunched up early with the majority of the horses going to the front. And I think that a horse that sits probably mid-pack can get there if the track's going to allow a closer. Uh, I found that this class, you know, at this level of horse, as class goes up, horses get good enough to outrun bias. And I'm counting on two horses to do just that. The four, assuming that that is the bias, uh, the four, Damon's Mound at four to one, uh, has a win over the wet track. It's wet fast, still wet, uh, and should be sitting in the wave behind the second run horses here. Last time this one cut back in distance for Michelle Lovell, it put up a career best to lose by a head at Churchill Downs. Uh, Junior uh, Alvarado, or as I call him, Junior, uh, gets the mound. He's one for one with a stakes win with the horse. So we'll be using the four Damon's mound. And then I'm going to add the five nautical star at nine to two. Uh, Safi ships this one in from uh, Gulfstream after it came off the shelf following the long layoff after the Florida Derby. It was one of the felt like eight horses that Safi had in the Florida Derby. And the first back, it picked up an easy win against softer competition, uh, even after hitting the gate at the break. Also gets a big jock upgrade to uh, Irad today. He's always just dangerous to absolutely dunk on these local jockey colonies. All right, moving on. Well, I've taken to calling the hump day leg. The middle leg in the pick five. Race 12, the eight and a half furlong. One million dollar cotillion stakes. It's a grade one for those three-year-old fillies. And this is another race where even with the sloppy sealed track moving speed forward, the pace is unsustainable. This, this lands me on my strongest opinion on the card. And you know what? In fact, it's not only going to be a single for me. It's probably going to be a single for many. Um, yes, I'm, yes, I'm saying I, I want to mingle. You want to mingle? Yeah. Now and we're mingling with the two pretty mischievous 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 however you want to pronounce it i know one way is wrong if i implore you to live your truth uh if you listen to the show yesterday with matthew and sarah or sorry i've started calling this and i absolutely love it so i'm going to continue with matthew and sarah 
uh, you know, this was a, a contest horse uh, that all three of us used. We we all saw this race exactly the same way. The pace just works out too perfectly, and there's a lot of off track form there. Uh, she's only been beaten once in her last six starts in a seven or nine laft- lifetime. Not to mention Gaffleone gets the mount again, and he's seven of eight with this horse. Uh, this is my, like I said, most confident play. It's probably going to be bet down uh, a zillion. But that's why we're singling it and using it horizontally to try to make money off of it. Moving on, race three. Nine furlongs, $1 million Pennsylvania Derby. A grade one, of course, for three-year-old Colts. And it just seems like every horse that was entered in a big race as a, as a speed ball on the front end this summer made the race. I'm talking like your ear Il Miracolos. You're, you're talking about your Saudi crowns. You're talking about your Magic Tap. Uh, Scotland was another one. Uh, they, they always just seemed to, there seemed to be one horse that wanted to be out on the front end. And then there was another horse that was going to push the pace and wanted to be out on the front end. And it's like the B squad of the other horses all dropped it into the pin derby. I'm sure they all thought that like none of the other speed was coming. And now there's just way too much speed here. Uh, yeah. Cause Ilma, you know, Ilma Miracolo is going uh, reincarnate with Juan Hernandez for Bob Baffert, probably going uh, with the ton of early pace. I, I think it's a great opportunity to take a shot against Saudi crown. Saudi crown was just breathing fire. Last time uh, in the gym dandy uh, where, you know, to be fair, he was honestly the the rightful winner. Uh, it was in the slop. It took some just crazy bullshit that Irad didn't get DQ'd for for Saudi crown not to win and for Forte to win. It was a massive effort. Here's what I think, though. I think that this race is probably going to take the starch out of him a little bit, and there's no way that he can try to sustain a high early cruising speed to be in first. I feel like the Saudi crown probably needs to be in first. And also if you remember Saudi crown was the lone early lone early speed in the, the gym dandy, like he had it all his own way in the front, very much not going to here. Um, I'm spreading with prices here to try to beat Saudi crown. Let's start with uh, the five Scotland. Six to one for Scotland. And this one is capable of taking back and rating though. It has run out on the front. Like it did to win the, uh, the Curlin and also like it tried to do in the Travers. I'd like to see a, a change back in tactics. And with the number of horses that are probably going to opt to go, I have a feeling that's more than likely going to be what the trainer's instructions are, which are to take back a little bit. Uh, didn't have a great showing in the mud last out. Uh, but it was also in very deep water in the Travers against Arcangelo, Disarm, Tappet Trice. A lot of good horses in there. Uh, the next we're going to use is the six, Daydreaming Boy. Uh, for Louis Linder Jr., we got local jock Dexter Haddock up. And uh, I thought that, you know, if anyone from the local track can do it, I think it's him because he's going to get a setup, has off-track form, can come from off the pace, uh, I, I think it's a good spot. Uh, it has a history of big speed figures. Uh, seems to be a little bit of an AB pattern. Maybe like an ABB. But if it is an ABB, that means that this horse is sitting on an A performance. So, 
Moving on, uh, here's my actually top pick in this race. It's a seven West Coast Cowboy at 12 to one. Uh, this is one, if you listen to the show yesterday, you'll recall uh, if it wins, I will uh, tweet imploring the world to eat my ass. Um, it was one of the, like, I'm, I know I'm expanding this every time I say it, but one of about 15 uh, horses that Safi had in for the uh, Florida Derby. And this one has bounced around the, I'm calling them the, I said the flyover, and I'm going to call them the Big 12 country uh, derbies. And has continually been trending up. Uh, it finished second in the West Virginia Derby last out, going a mile and an eighth and about 15 turns. Uh, or sorry, it's only four. It's only two turns at uh, Mountain Nero. I think it was Charlestown. But uh, the horse ran a strong, strong race. Uh, I, I think it's got the right run style to win this. And I know Safi's game doesn't necessarily... Uh, travel out of Florida to all locations, but it seems whenever it's the mid Atlantic, New Jersey, uh, Pennsylvania, places like that, Safi's game comes with them. And I'm also going to use the eight Gilmore at 10 to one. Uh, Johnny V stays on this horse instead of opting for uh, Bob Baffert's entry, reincar- uh, reincarnate, who Bob is flying Juan Hernandez in to ride, which uh, kind of feels like a strike against reincarnate for me and a big strike uh, in the positive sense for Gilmore. Um, this may be one of the better closers in the field. And I think it's been screaming for more distance after cutting it back to one turn racing. I think with the stretch out with Johnny V up, I think that Gilmore uh, can, can really make some noise here at a big price at 10 to one. Speaking of making noise, do you hear that? Do you hear the barking? That's the barking from our friends at underdog fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team. All season long, you can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going 5 for 5. From now until October 4th, Underdog is matching 100% of your first deposits up to $500, plus $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. There's a total of 2 million in prizes. 100,000 in prizes this week. 10,000 to 10 people this week and new sweepstakes every week of the NFL season. This week's higher or lower is Tyreek Hill receiving yards, 91 and a half, higher or lower. Even if you're wrong, you still have a chance to win 10K. And you know what I said under? I'm going over. Going over now. I've changed my mind. I'm guaranteed to win one way. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. You sign up with the promo code SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. And we're brought to you by our friendly nerds at Hall of Fame Bets. That's right. I say the data has ruined sports sometimes, but it hasn't ruined sports betting. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets. The sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool, which sounds like something that Doc Brown would have put on the damn DeLorean. It's going to give you hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value stop betting in the dark and join over thirty thousand users researching with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com use code sgpn to get 50 percent off your first month today start researching start winning with hall of fame bets all right 
We talked the penultimate leg, the Pennsylvania Derby. That takes us to race 14, the money leg for this sequence. Hide the money, y'all. There's poor people around. <laughs> With your broke ass. Just a sample of some of the, the things I hope that we're able to say after we cash this ticket. And my God, Parks did not make it easy on us here. This is a massive field for a $16,000 optional claimer. There are 14 starters, all eligible. I don't know why they have a gate this big, but they do. And they're all running. Fortunately, after staying slim in the first three races, I can make my heavier investment in terms of how far I'm spreading here and spread it across a few more horses. Uh, I'll be four deep and won't be shocked if I don't come out with the right one uh, on this, in this uh, race. But if I'm not on the right side of this race, I'm not shocked. Uh, now that we're out of the graded stakes races, though, I, here's something to think about. I think that the field is far less likely to outrun a bias. So as I've been thinking that closers might be able to get up in some of these races, a part of that is me counting on the horse being classy enough to outrun a bias. These aren't. so. Pay attention to what might be a bias leading into those big stakes races that we talked about. Because that could quite easily be what the track reverts to for the finale. So, if it's sealed and sloppy, then of course I'm going to take the innermost uh, early speed. I'm probably also going to take the outermost early speed because maybe they're not subjected to the kickback and it might not be a, a rail bias. It could just be a speed bias. Then I'm also going to take, since once again, tons of speed, uh, I, I'm going to take some mid pack uh, type horses that could run into the pace. But once again, I'm not going to be married to any sort of trip. I'm going to take one on the inside, one on the outside. So that's the strategy. Here are the horses I'm going to start with the one comedy act at four to one. I had comedy act projected out for the lead on the rail. And listen, that's a great place given the conditions. Um, just so if you imagine what a sloppy day at the track is, is like, you, you usually think of a horse making the rail on the lead and just carrying all the way around. Now, sometimes that doesn't quite happen. The track can get super saturated. The, the mud can get cuppy and it can get a little soupy at the rail. Maybe it works against them. That's why we're spreading. The two, Buxom at six to one. Uh, this one will come from off the pace and should be sitting nicely on the rail and saving ground. And if the rail trip is it, and speed maybe not be, you know, maybe isn't good, uh, then Buxom sits a, a a a good trip where we're just patiently waiting for either a hole to open up or a place to tip out wide and catch the early speed. They were used the nine wicked sight at five to one. This is the speed of the outwardly drawn speed. Uh, basically the book into comedy act and, and a wide trip might not be a bad thing. If, if the rail is sloppy uh, also, you know, the horse can break wide, stay wide and avoid any sort of kickback from horses in front of it. And then uh, I'm going to also use the 11 last horse on the ticket. The 11 beach days, eight to one, the outside off pace horse that I like the most has a really smooth energy distribution whenever you look at the uh, Brisnet pace figures for early, uh, early too late. And uh, it makes me think that she'll be able to cruise at a higher speed behind this pace. And once again, have a little bit of closing kick, 
with the benefit of not leaving herself way too much to do. That is our ticket for the big five cheesesteak, sunny Philly ticket, or just the, the late pick five parks, whatever you want to call it. That is a jackpot wager. Hopefully it's a mandatory. I could have done that research ahead of you ahead for you. But here's the thing. I'm not really good at my job. All right. Uh, let's recap the ticket here in the first leg. We went two, five in the second four, five in the third. We were singled to our strongest opinion on the um, ticket. Yes, I'm, I'm saying I, I want a mango. You want. That's the two. Pretty mischievous for Chad Brown. And then in the fourth leg, five, six, seven, eight, and in the finale, one, two, nine, eleven. And that's it. That is it. What a what a week of content we had. Uh if you got time, don't just listen to this one. If you missed our show yesterday with Sarah L. Bodway and uh Matthew DeSantis, it's our invitational of infinite sorrow NOTB handicapping tournament. Uh, feel free to play along. I'll uh, post the plays a little bit later tonight. You can drop in who you think will win. Let me, let us know who you'll double down on, who you'll triple down on. Uh, like the me, Matthew, Sarah thing, that's a very specific. Like, like That's definitely between us. But, uh, yeah, if you do well, I will shout you out on the show. Who knows? I'll maybe even give you a guest spot if you do really well so I can ask you how. That's going to do it for us at the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We will catch you next time.